May 18, 2021. It's the Watt for Pedro Show.
said, hey man, aren't you the one? All the rights that newspaper don't see how you ever get it done.
From Pedro Show, happy Tuesday. Start off the show with John Coltrane and Miles Davis doing two bass hit. Then we had James Allen walking through the fire, who happens to be my guest. 
Yes, I'm not man alone. Uh, through the wonders of Skype, those Estonian software engineers. Got Mr. James Allen here. Now, he's actually talking to me from Pedro. <laughs> Just down the street. Right. Uh, so, so, James, please bring your uh, earliest musical recollection. Well, <clears throat> uh, I was uh, in the uh, San Gabriel Mountains at a, uh, a Unitarian uh, 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 campground. And this tall guy uh, is up on the stage and he's playing a banjo. And I thought, God, that, God, that sounds great. And... Uh, it turned out that uh, that tall guy playing the banjo was Pete Seeger. And I was probably oh, eight or nine years old, I think, at the time. And I think Pete Seeger was probably still on the, uh, uh, the blacklist, uh, you know, from HUAC. And... Uh, I then convinced my mother that uh, I wanted to play the banjo, and uh, I spent, uh, I think, about four years learning how to play a banjo. Okay, and uh, was that, before that you got that banjo, was there any other instruments in the house you grew up in? Oh, yeah. I mean, there we had auto harps. There were those little... What are those little flutes that they always give kids to play, you know? Recorder. Uh, you know, the little plastic ones. Yeah, plastic they're, call, they're called recorders. I know I know. we use that same word to, like, capture yeah. music, but it's also the name of those. They're little diatonic. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, <clears throat> my grandmother uh, was a... Uh, uh, a, a trained pianist and she used to sit at the, at the piano and see when, when my grandfather died back in the fifties, uh, <clears throat> she came to live with us. And one of her many talents was that, uh, she would sit, you know, at the piano and she would just play and play and play. And, uh, it's oddly enough, uh, she never taught me to t <laughs> how to play the piano. I mean, I, I learned where middle C was, but, um, <clears throat> you know, it was, uh, you know, one of those uh, things that um, for some reason she never uh, thought that I was interested in playing the piano. So, Well, maybe music couldn't be foisted on you. It had to come from you like you see in... Mr. Seeger, do that gig. Oh, I, I, I absolutely believe that, yeah. Um, you know, uh, I tried to get uh, my daughter uh, uh, piano lessons, and I think she ended up, you know, uh, taking them for about half a year, and then <clears throat> she wanted nothing to do <laughs> with playing music. <laughs> right, so if yeah. it don't come from you, yeah, maybe it don't take hold. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it's interesting because uh, all of my brothers and sisters all got music lessons. You know, one one played the, uh, you know, learned the accordion, uh, the other one learned uh, the flute. 
and the other one played the trumpet. Uh, and none of them to this very day uh, play a musical instrument. It was, ju- it was just a phase in their life. Now, you didn't get lessons. You went and taught yourself. No, I I had uh, I had like like I said three or four years of, of banjo uh, lessons where I learned how to read tablature, and there, there was I a banjo it, teacher. What, what was his yeah. name? Oh Christ! Oh, it's uh, too long ago. Okay, <laughs> but that that that's but a gift. Then, though. But right? then I started hanging out with these these uh, anti-war uh, you know kids and. Um, there was a, a one guy by the name of Eric Stratton who uh, taught me how to play, um, you know, like the Mississippi blues, you know, finger picking. And th- that came really natural to me because I had already had the experience of, of playing a five string banjo in which you use, you know, your thumb pick and and your your fingers to actually pick out a tune. And um, so learning how to play the, uh, you know, Mississippi blues kind of, uh, um, of music uh, was a lot easier uh, to me because it, it also in, involved uh, the same kind of syncopation uh, that you use um, in playing a banjo. Right. Now, what kind of material when you were learning? Did you use the traditional things or did you start writing your own stuff right away? Oh, you know, I... I in the early days, I, I thought that I, uh, you, know, you know, teenage years, uh, I, I think we must have had uh, two or three different rock bands, you know, and we were all trying to do, you know, um, imitations of, you know, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones or, uh, you know, Buffalo Springfield or something like that. <clears throat> and, um, uh, you know, everybody, every young musician in high school, you know, wants to be a, a rock and roll star. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so, you know, I went down that path for, you know, uh, a minute or two. Um, you mean you were so, rocking, you were rocking the banjo in a rock and roll band? No, 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 no. I was, I was like the lead singer. Oh, you know? okay. Okay. Well, I wasn't there. You got to tell me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is, a little bit before your time here, Mike. Okay, okay. And uh, and then um, <clears throat> and then I just sort of hung on to playing the guitar, and the playing the guitar ended up being um, as much about storytelling and it sort of merged with my you know beginning interest in in writing poetry and. <clears throat> That really didn't mature, and you know, and you know, in terms of uh, you know, melding, you know, writing the, the words and then playing the music, until I actually moved to San Pedro, which was back in like seventy one, seventy two. Seventy one, seventy. Yeah, about the time I met D Boone. I met him in nineteen seventy, yeah. and so well, look, I want to play Who Knew Who. Okay.
city Who knows who he could be the one Everybody's got the lowdown on your town Who are the saints? Who are the sinners? on fire with scandal and flame Everybody's scared now that this is a new fashion And the president's still looking for someone to blame Yeah, but who knows who's gonna save our city Who knows who he could be the one Everybody's got the lowdown on your town Right now up on the hill Oh, the wealthy are restless Down on the ghetto streets Are strewn with shards of glass Everybody says it's getting more and more senseless oh, And out on the avenue Across the juices Maybe I'm just selling my ass Who knows who's gonna save our city? Who knows who ain't gonna be the one? Everybody's got the lowdown on the town. Hey, who are the saints? Who are the sinners? Well, the judge and the jury, they're all seeking redemption Cause they know they're just a part of the crime Everybody knows somebody has done something to someone But they never turn around, ever accept any blame Cause you know who's gonna save this city Who knows who he could be the one Everybody's got the lowdown on the town. Who are are the saints? Who are the sinners? Time it's done Turning around People talking And they're making strange sounds Scared of the streets Oh, they're scared of the homeless Oh, they want more money But they've lost their freedom Who knows who's gonna save this city Who knows who Everybody's got the lowdown on the down. Who are the saints? Who are the sinners? Well, the answers are the questions nobody's asking. 
truth is hidden in books and all that remain unread. People seek solutions from men with no vision, paying homage to those either too rich or long dead. Got the lowdown on the town. Who are the saints? Who are the sinners? There's not just one who can save your city. No hero or saint could do it alone. For the north and the south, or from the east and the west, yeah, people have to join hands. They're gonna do it themselves. You know you ain't good save. Twiddles of water hard like nails. Lift remains above loftiest of sails from Twix granular basements skyward to the bluest replacement. To again billow upon horizons of hope for therein boasts tons of magic so wet. Into the firmament is this pelagic swept, painted onto eternity, in azure it floats. This glistening kaleidoscopy amazes. Twirling amidst myriad intricate phases of storm or a profundity lived under, curving above in glassine caves of wonder, and will fall in blessed gifts on upturned faces, sharing salvation, so sliding its graces upon the chorusing seeds, greening all places, feeding imagination, a nourishing soul chases. Where echoes abound, these juicy dreams, these clever sounds, a river it seems, of bounteous glory and endless comfort, a steady reminder, the love of this one dirt. Soaked anew, our passions indeed thrive, into hearth, homes, nest, or hive, to thrum open hearts, all blood is alive. Through cumulus collusion, the sun it hides, to lift higher this fountain, a saturated mountain, faithfully to sip from a cup to count on, but ask with a toil unrelenting, the heavens ever deliver moist venting, the want of those willing shall be replenished.
by succulent leaf, need comes again rewarded, for through honest intent no kindness is thwarted, or good deed, all is freed, and no life is finished. So be not swayed by feigned scarcity, this world renews by opulent temerity. Every chance to enjoy the happiest dance in puddles of wishfulness, fresh air and plants, to thrive in this garden of unfolding flowers, time comes round instantly, or by hours, to kneel in the soil, digging in powers, goodly effort rewarded by cooling showers. Beam then all souls, become again whole, for now is the onlyest moment that matters. Into the wind of the woods, heroes extol, another chance to know, these drops do spatter. Splashed on rich ground, stood firmly upon, an unmoving instant everlasting, knowing the world gives once and again, another drop in the well is but for the asking.
bartender Said a woman got her throat cut Right down here At the All-Star Inn She got a list of suspects And the rumor mills grinding out leads Just like a shot of bar whiskey cost you a fin But everybody thinks Like everybody knows Oh, they're talking lips of two voices down At the Indian room It's just death or madness Creeping in on old shoes And you can choose between the two Just like two black crows They sitting on some pole Shutterbug Stepped past the body On his way out to lunch But didn't realize Until he walked right back Past yellow police tape Corners family men say We've got a body over here And I said some mortality is biting his tongue This Jane didn't seem to have a name It's just death or madness creeping in on old shoes Now you can choose between the two Just like two black Everybody thought They were just a girl The Indian girl From the halfway house She didn't Overdeed on drugs Mixed with alcohol Detectives got the coroner's report They sitting on his desk Oh, there were no knife Funny how things do get around It's just death or madness creeping in on old shoes You can choose between the two Just like two black crows He's sitting on some pole It's just death 
choose between the two Just like two black crows Hey, sitting on some pole from Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music, James Allen. Who knew who? From his new wreck, James Scroger after that, Austin, Texas. He's about to move, though. He's going to stay in Texas, but closer to Arkansas. Uh, a poem. Ever shall... No, ever it shall rain. Get right, what? And then Thurston Moore after that, Sketch of Life. Something he's done in the last couple months. Finally, James Allen. The Death of Segura. Famous lady, a native lady, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I remember reading about her story when I was younger, more younger. So mm. back to your journey through music. So you make the switch from, did you ever do a gig on banjo before you switched to guitar? Oh, Christ. Uh, I was probably um, uh, not... <laughs> not confident enough in, in my young teen years to actually perform any place, you know? Um, so your first performing was when you were doing that Rolling Stone thing with your, uh, you know, with yeah, lead yeah. Singer. We, okay. and we, we had, we had uh, a couple of different bands, you know, and some of those, uh, guys actually went on to, to have, um, uh, some careers in in music. My my uh, old friend uh, Jack Ryland uh, ended up being the bass player for Three Dog Night. Oh, and, wow! Uh, uh, he made he made a, a good career out of that, and then he ended up dying. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know? Do you remember? Did they, these bands have names? Well, you did gigs, right? <laughs> Oh, uh, it was, it, these were uh, <clears throat> garage bands before garage bands were, you know, garage bands. <laughs> well, somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to be the pioneer, James. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we were, we were out, out on the Lone Prairie and, <laughs> and didn't know, uh, I mean, <clears throat> okay, so let, let me give you a, a, an instance, okay? Okay. Uh, there used to be a, a club uh up on uh sunset called the moulin rouge oh yeah and it later became the aquarius theater sure 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 sunset boulevard by the freeway yeah, yeah. so um <clears throat> uh <laughs> red 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 windmill in french <laughs> yeah yeah so uh get this so a bunch of my friends have, have you know they were listening to the radio you know, and they heard about this this new group that was going to be performing, and and it was like the after hours at at the Moulin Rouge, and there was always a house band that was like you know a bunch of like you know spandex wearing you know uh, <laughs> you know cover band guys that that opened up, and then they would feature a uh, you know as a special you know, featured band. So my father 
loans me the Pontiac and I pack all of my, you know, cause I'm, I'm now like, like what, 17 years old or something. And we, we go all, all the way from the South Bay, you know, up the Harbor Freeway on the Hollywood and, you know, get there, you know, and it's like 10 o'clock at night <clears throat> and we end up, uh, you know, getting into this place. And, and it, this was like an underage club, you know, so, you know, no alcohol, but we were, you know, thinking we were pretty hot. Uh, and so this, uh, you know, this Hollywood, you know, spandex band gets up there and, and it, I can just see that these guys are like, you know, <laughs> you know, they're just like playing the role, but you know, the music isn't hot. And then this, this other band comes on and the lead singer to this band, there's there's four, four members of this band and the, the lead singer is standing up and he, he's singing with his, his back to the audience. And I'm thinking, boy, this is this is pretty fucking strange, you know. I mean, what what's this guy's like? Is this guy got some kind of like you know stage fright or something? <laughs> and anyway, but they they kick it off with, "Come on, baby, light my fire," you know. And that was the, the week that that song, <clears throat> that album came out, and that was the first performance of the Doors, uh, you know, in L.A. And I was there to to experience that, and I was thinking, "Wow, these guys are hot. They're going someplace." You know, yeah. it was evident from from the very beginning. You and, know? and when was your turn? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my turn had to wait a long time. <laughs> well, you said after hours, so you were after the after. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we, we weren't playing. That night, we were just there to witness oh, you know, okay. history being made. What, what Can you remember the first gig that this band did? Uh, my band? Right. Uh, it was probably at the Unitarian Church uh, when we were uh, subsidizing uh, the first uh, uh, newspaper that I ever published. We used to hold uh, you know, fundraisers. <clears throat> up at the Unitarian Church, and and then what happened? Well, see, the Unitarian Church was sort of like the only place up on the hill where there was any like a modicum of uh, culture uh, in during the day, and uh, so we on Friday nights we turned the uh, sanctuary into this uh, uh, rock and roll club. <laughs> <laughs> And we got away with it for a long time. And my good buddy, um, uh, Robert Barr, who does, uh, you know, lunch at the bar, um, he does a little podcast. Um, when I w went, uh, when I stopped doing that, he, he and his, you know, group just uh, sort of commandeered the whole scene and uh, started running, you know, programs there. Um, you're up not, until you're, you're I not talking about the for, you're not talking about the former attorney general. No, 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 no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he, uh, he, he you know, okay, just no, a coincidence. No. Just a coincidence. I'm, I'm curious if you remember your first gig, you know, because that, that's a special time, right? Well, yeah. Um, 
Uh, I did a performance uh, during, I, I, it was a high school talent show or something like that. And there was uh, uh, me, another guy, and um, Sue something or other. And we did, it was sort of like a Peter, Paul, and Mary, uh, uh, you know, rendition of something. And were you on the banjo? Was I playing the banjo? Yeah. I, I, might, ha I might have been. I might have been playing the banjo. Um, but uh, Well, the, the other question I got to ask, was it a success? <laughs> I mean, do they throw shit? <laughs> oh, well, I, I, didn't, I didn't get a record contract out of that. So. No, but you didn't get uh, soaked with piss or anything. I didn't. I didn't get booed off the okay, stage. Okay. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah. The audience in those days, the the audience was just happy that anybody was on stage doing anything. Well. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. You mean there was a there wasn't a lot going on? Yeah. It was. It was more. Uh, there. There was the it the. Well, I'll I'll tell you something. Okay. Here, here's here's a piece of Pedro history that you you may not know about. <clears throat> so down on 6th Street, back before they tore all of the old stuff down, uh, there was a, a coffee house called the Golden Ass. And the Golden Ass, uh, you know, did strange things like, you know, they served herb tea as well as coffee, and they used to have hoot nannies. And, uh, you know, uh, for those that don't know what a hootenanny is, it's, it's pretty much everybody that you know that plays an instrument comes and, and gets on stage and they, they play some uh, some pretty easy songs for everybody to, to perform. Right. So, uh, anyway, uh, <clears throat> my first, what, as, a, as a teenager, my, one of my first exposures to sort of alternative culture was that the golden ass. And it was, you know, very, very different from the sort of the middle class upbringing that I had because there was all these bohemians and people that, you know, were reading, you know, poetry and, and you know, all this kind of thing going on. It's, you know, rather standard fare for, a, you know, a coffee house of, of anywhere in America at this point. But this was like strange and unique. And. The, I forget the guy's name that ran the place, but he he went on to do some some uh, extraordinary things later in life. But um, he basically got run out of uh, Pedroville because he ended up uh, yeah, having a uh, a painting of a naked woman that was uh, visible in the front window of his uh, uh, establishment and. Uh, the uh, uh, you know the the Temperance League or whatever of San Pedro came down and and <laughs> protested this thing and and you know got him run out of town. So sort of like what they did with Bronco Billies back on uh, back in the day at strip club down down on Twentieth Street. Oh yeah, yeah, in Pacific, right? Yeah, didn't last long. Well, front view it, cabaret it, and shipwreck Joey's over there on the what we call yeah. uh, Caesar's. Uh, no, what's it called? We we call it uh, 
bridges. Uh, yeah, right, right. Because it used to be B Street. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. May 18, okay. 2021 edition. Watt Pedro's special guest, James Allen. Hold tight for hour two. May 18, 2021. It's the second hour. Watt for Pedro's show. quite often standing there in the rain lost in time oh a drenched in this place the denizens of the street walking wounded or insane you only see them when you're passing through All of them appearing like ghosts out here The faces on Pacific Avenue Where there all the familiar faces Strangers we see every day Standing down here where the buses all come to stop Like the old Filipino men in straw hats They used to stand at Ethel's Donut Shop All these Croatians, Mexicans Even Salvador with this dry of a walk Cast out here like immigrants along the cement shore, all standing around with their hands in their pockets, so they got nothing left to do. There are just more ghosts out here, the faces on Pacific Avenue. Tattooed sailor of the world They all come looking for Something like love From a street walker or two oh, But the old horse just get ugly Wrinkled and fade into this Gray harbor night There's one who looks like Tina Turner Oh man, oh she's just Drugging stuff just for you Dressing lavender, lace and blue Just one more ghost out here 
They faces on Pacific Avenue Crazy Frank There's the pointer And oh the yellow man too Along with the greats like Shanghai Red Or Freddy the Hat Who Either living or dead You know they're Legends for sure They're just ghosts out here The faces on Pacific Avenue Sometimes I look out over my shoulder See the trash trucks like banshees come See the young or the hip or the homeless Or a group of gang of wannabes start to run Pass an old crippled man down on 12th Street Standing there with a vacant stare and worn out shoes He's standing at this crosswalk and all just wondering which way he's gonna lose. But you know they are all dying to be ghosts out here too. More, more faces on Pacific Avenue. Gather round me, friends Listen to what I have to say With the price for living too close to these streets One you deny you ever have to pay Oh, you aren't too careful If you watch out what you do You find that white horse of death You know me chasing After you Might be an incense salesman Or somebody trying to shine your shoes If you don't look out there's A fate set for you You may become another apparition Faces on Pacific Avenue
Courtney the street walker She walks past Two cops and Jack And some cholos driving fast Guff to the wall Bell over the hood There's a crime going on somewhere It's understood Out of the back door Indian bar On down 10th With the red light flashing on The back of his neck There'll be trouble before There's been trouble since There's crying from the window of the third floor Maryland. Sounds like fireworks, but it might have been a gun. But when everybody looks at you, know it just turns. Screaming out of the night. 
beauty cross the sidewalk tag A trail of blood leads past the bar With footprints and tire tracks lost in the mud There's a woman out crying outside On the steps of Maryland Her eyes are dripping deep blue tears With the red moon rising There's no one who knows And there's just one who died Show we start off the second hour. James Allen, Apparition Ghost on Pacific Avenue. Brand new from Albert DeMuth after that. Surfliner, Tolt Ad Audit, Sesame. Both from the San Diego area. I think they're two brothers, different bands. Both on guitar, though. Decaf, brand new. Intro Jumpstart. American Werewolf Academy out of Dallas with you, you Vipers Will Kill Me. And finally, James Allen with Freddie the Hat. He knew that. So, what about this al- album, James? You, you, this isn't your first album. No, it's uh, actually my third album. Um, I got two previous ones. One is called the uh, the Ballad of Liberty Hill, and the uh, second one uh, is uh, Days Before the Rains. Uh, both of which are not in circulation at the moment. Although I am thinking about reissuing the Days Before the Rains because it has some pretty relevant stuff in it um well liberty but, hill too is pretty relevant <laughs> but, but yeah. i gotta tell the listeners people pedro's got some history joe yeah, hill lived yeah. here a couple of in years. fact if uh if people are are interested on july 4th uh you might want to come down to the actual liberty hill uh monument at liberty hill plaza because i will uh, once again uh, command performance for uh, performing my ballad of Liberty Hill. Right. And that's Fifth Street, people, in Pedro, just west of Harbor Boulevard. Right, right. Uh, they got a, uh, a, a charter school there, right? Pola. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And somebody stole the fucking plaque that lists the, the people plaques. who... who, who do, yeah, plaques. plaques, I'm sorry, that donated monies to get this monument going. Right, right, right. For, right. for the and scrap they, metal, they, right? They actually caught the guys. Right. And because of the COVID uh, pandemic, uh, you know, they didn't uh, uh, you know, throw them in jail or anything. They just, uh, you know, uh, let them go. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, this record, this your third album, where did you do this record? Where did you record it at? I recorded this uh, at Charlie Lamont's uh, you know, home studio. Uh, right up off of uh, 26th Street, right here in Pedro. And um, what I was really looking for is um, just to get back to sort of the, you know, the roots of um, my storytelling. And I, it, was, it was just me, <clears throat> the microphone, and my guitars. And it 
ended up being, um, I, I think my realization, my first realization about this album was um, just making the music um, intimate. Like I was sitting down and just talking to you and, and telling you a story. And there's something in, uh, in the way in which I um, recorded that and performed the music that has really, um, um, I think, attracted um, people to want, you know, to being drawn into listening to, to the stories. And, um, you know, because those stories have been written over many different years. In fact, the, 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 very, the last song on the last disc, and it's a two-disc uh, uh, album, um, The Barefoot Saint, uh, that song I wrote back in maybe the early 80s. Um, it goes back that far. And it's sort of a, um, a magical realism uh, kind of experience. You mean like uh, Luis Borges? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, one of those other sort of Latin American, you know, surrealist. Yeah, kind of sueño, dreamy. Yeah. yeah. I want to play Drawn Like a Moth into the Light. Ah, uh, okay. darkness of the night Down by the mission waiting for a simple plate of food He was drowned by addiction and poverty but who just might Fight. 
Thank <laughs> you.
taco stand by the car wash on 15th. When the Romney girl leaned in the window, flashed her teeth. What you doing tonight? She said with a light in her eye. Mind if I get in? You know I won't bite. Grab the door handle, hey she slid in real smooth. My name is Lashim. She said I'd like to make the night feel easy any way that you like. The bulge in my wallet made me queasy. I had just one thought. Gypsy girl, run, run, run away. Gypsy girl, run, run, run away. Well, later that night she was dancing on the bar. With her dress pulled way up to them, her handband was playing some Uchiku was sore. I thought I'd beat the jackpot. I was playing for gold. Oh, she danced like fire. Mingo of the heart. She was wild. She was hot. Her eyes burned like coal, and the scent of her skin was like an exotic perfume. It took me in, I couldn't let go. Gypsy girl, run, run, run 
my window at dawn My mouth was parched and I felt I'd been lost I left on the couch my recall of the night was like a crazy dream I wasn't that night she still crosses my mind sometimes I find myself just cruising these streets blind anything in my vision except the set of her hair and a delusion in my mind My cards were stolen I was amazed that they weren't ever used Until one day in May I saw a flight charged Istanbul to Paris And then a hotel room I found the number and called
someone She said with a half smile Can I sit down? I got something to explain My tongue was tied as I tried to reply I thought I caught a tear Those dark cold eyes Gypsy girl After what you put me through I was just trying to drown out My last thoughts of you It better be good And it better be true Cause I'm Bitter and drunk about Money And you From my past, I've been running from the law. I've been hiding out from the Bulgarian mafia. Things they own my body. I had to sell my soul just to get out of Romania. I didn't think you knew. Been a stripper, a drug mule, a prostitute, and a whore. I've done a lot of bad things, witnessed so much more. I'm trying to not get my throat cut tonight, so here's 500 what I owe you back. Out three crisp hundreds on the table before. She counted out ten twenties, tried to even the score. I'll have more on Sunday if you just let me explain. Oh, I'm just a gypsy girl. They're trying to run away. Gypsy girl. Stand by the car wash on 15th When the wind blew a newspaper into my feet A headline read about a curious death A dark-haired Romney girl had her throat cut Police don't have a name Paper, and I was watching the sky turn red. I remembered her scent 
and those dark coal eyes. I thought about the police and I thought about the law, but you know, mostly I was thinking about a gypsy girl running away. Gypsy girl running for Pedro Show. That was James Allen drawn like a moth into the light. Then we had Lucas Sabella from Sydney. Status Pendant. And finally James Allen with She's a Gypsy Girl. Now I, off the air people, I was asking James Allen, if, if some of these songs go back to the early 80s, that means they, they go back before the other albums. So I'm going to ask you James how is this record different than the other two records? Um... One, I've matured as a uh, a songwriter, um, and I think that my uh, I've gotten better, and I've I've matured. My voice is more is is matured, and <clears throat> I think that I've really sort of like found the resonance of what it I've always sort of been looking for uh in this album and what what I later came to realize when I had the the whole album together and I was putting together the the lyric book that goes with it was that this uh, wasn't just a collection of of you know random songs but it was actually more like um a novel in which each song is is like a chapter and is you know some of the characters in one song are you know are part of a of another song and it's this whole sort of portrait of Pacific Avenue and the people and events and and things like that and and that becomes more of this sort of like psychological kind of drama of of what the the music is about and the importance for me is, is, is that I have matured enough into my own songwriting to be able to understand, you know, what the hell it is I think I'm doing. Uh, and that's, that's been sort of a, um, uh, an amazing journey for me to, to, uh, to understand that about what I'm doing. You mean it, it took the other two records to get to this third one? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I I, it, <clears throat> I mean I've been playing uh, musical instruments uh, since I was like you know twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I bought my first Martin D eighteen guitar in nineteen sixty five, and I still have that guitar, and I play that guitar on. <clears throat> oh, I think three of the uh, of the uh, the songs on this album. 
Um, but, you know, I, ha I had to do go through the learning process of, you know, the Liberty Hill album and the uh, Days Before the Rain to get to this place. And, you know, I had to, in terms of the, the, the music writing, I had to sort of reach back and and then deal with what I was going through and 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 thinking about in a more contemporary fashion. Yeah. So yes, it took it took three albums to get here, and I'm now working on a a fourth one that <clears throat> goes all the way back into the '70s, into a rather uh, interesting trip that I took down to Mexico when I was a much younger man. So, in a way, a little bit of diary entry. Oh yeah, no. In fact, it's it's very um, it's sort of uh, very much of sort of a personal diary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because you were telling me that people relate to your songs as stories. Yeah. So you telling your own story. And sometimes I tell other people's stories. Right, right. And they get blended. Right, of course. Yeah, and they get blended in. And uh, the important part, I think, really is, is that, you know, with all of the sort of like, uh, um, you know, commercial, you know, Tin Pan Alley uh, kind of stuff that has been prevalent since people started recording music, um, there is still an audience for people sort of telling their truth in a way that um, uh, connects to them uh, on an emotional level, on a spiritual level, on, you know, and you can tell the difference in um, when you're listening to music, whether it's, you know, st somebody's just doing it because, you know, it's commercial, you know, or whether it's really something that comes from their soul. You know, that's, a, that's an excellent point. Look, we're at the yeah. end of the second hour, May 18, 2021 edition of Pedro Show. Special guest, James Allen. Hold tight for hour three. May 18, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
picking up all the fish that don't slip through. To victim's plight or a classic slide of hand. Jack boots and an attitude to shoot. If you struggle too hard, or you just don't have the loot, or the guts, or the courage, or the justice, or the law, it's a random search and seizure. Got you in a legal machine. Your rights don't matter much when you're caught in between. For them, it's just a job or something worse. Maybe just a game. Brought in twelve more like it tonight. Hey, you know you're all just the same. 
Outside my window, red lights flashing on the avenue. Thin blue line, oh, it's cracking down tonight. Saint steps through broken glass, unknowing of his saintliness. 
overcrack gutters well drunk fathers deaf to the crying dreams that children have shadows of life eclipsing death down these alleys of poverty and wealth life struggles on eagerly day by day week by week oh this feeling's just an eye Outstretched hands with the mouths full of gimme Secret voices Oh, that's for simply But the sirens scream all the crack cocaine Bullets fly and no one knows Heroin dreams by jacaranda trees Broken limbs, he sees the mad and insane But step by step, tear by tear Or touch of faith to abide He says the law, religion, all are frauds Hey, it's just poetry that survives Life struggles on eagerly Day by day, week by week All the feelings just that I Outstretched hands with a mouth full of gimme Secret voices ask for simply Now he wears old tattered clothes and a scrappy beard that the church elders don't understand. He speaks of philosophy, teaches theology. Myths and children listen to, but their parents don't comprehend. He touches their hearts, oh, he dances their souls. Eyes oh, like birth and death, like a fire and rain. All oh, but life struggles on eagerly, day by day. By week, all the feelings just tonight. Outstretched hands with a mouth full of gimme. Secret voices, oh, that ask for simply.
here by the ocean where the seas pound. Oldest crash that has stood for a billion years. He breathes the wind, or he tastes the salt, or he grabs that magnetic pull of the moon. He feels his body, oh, it makes him strong. Oh, he gestures to that wild west wind. Oh, but life struggles on meagerly, day by day, week by week. Oh, this feeling's just an eye. Outstretched hands with a mouth full of gimme. Secret voices, oh, that ask for simply. To gather round me, children. Let me hear you sing. Gather round and dance a dance with in you. The winter song, the eucalyptus trees, and the cold west wind. And he raised his hands up to the sky, and the butterflies did sing. Touched his lips and combed his hair. Oh, and they covered his naked brown body. And the children all closed their eyes and they raised up their hands. And when the butterflies had all Much to everyone's amazement, the barefoot saint that just magically just disappeared. Intention and care. Be careful of the dangers and the fears. Remember, there's something moving all the time all around you. Well, there's magic or more that moves beneath the skin. And no matter how hard that you try. Some things that you can't ever explain.
like the winter song, the butterflies in the eucalyptus trees. Source of the cold west wind and the disappearance of the barefoot saint. for Pedro Show, start off the third hour with James Allen doing DUI on July 17th. And Mike Cooper, a house in Bali. Finally, James Allen, Barefoot Saint. Uh, you you got something to uh, enlighten us about? <clears throat> so the DUI on, on July 17th was, was a, uh, uh, the impetus for that was uh, me getting pulled over uh, in, in my old uh, 64 uh, Volvo station wagon, um, basically because I didn't uh, use my turn signal uh, at the corner of 11th and, uh, and Pacific. And I got stopped uh, half a block uh, uh, south, north of uh, 11th Street, right before 10th Street. <clears throat> and I immediately was uh, asked to step out of the car and uh, uh, to do the uh, sobriety walk uh, <clears throat> so uh and the deal was is that i'd only had one beer <laughs> <laughs> but it was one of those uh you know um you know high alcohol content you know uh craft beers uh but i still got hauled into jail uh for and for that uh <clears throat> but uh, and here's here's the, the curious but uh, the lawyer that I uh, hired to, to represent me strung the case out for so long that I never went uh, ended up going to trial until February of the next year. And by the time that uh, I got to court, um, uh, the, the city attorney that was prosecuting this case just wanted to clear it off the books. And so they were like offering me, you know, uh, you know, various deals. And so <clears throat> I finally said, well, you know, what, what's your best offer? And they said, uh, well, we can uh, we can charge you with exhibition of speed. Now, <clears throat> that 64 Volvo was in awfully good shape. But in half a block, uh, it, it definitely couldn't have gone more than 35 miles an hour. Uh, but it, uh, that ticket only cost me uh, 325 bucks, <laughs> and I was more than happy to take the deal. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so what what do you determine what is worthy enough to be subject of a song? Oh my. Um, you know, there's some things that you can, uh, you can write, um, to sort of make, uh, you know, expository writing, you know, like I do with, with some of my editorials and whatnot. And there's certain things that just lend themselves to a more poetic, um, uh, expression, 
that have a that have a different kind of point. And the thing is, is that um, as a as an artist, you just have to know the difference. And I I don't know if I could like teach somebody you know how how to make that difference. But what I can tell you is is that uh, when it comes to me, I invariably have to to stop and sit down and start writing. And I've got notebooks for the last, you know, 45 years of, you know, me stopping and just jotting down an idea. <clears throat> and uh, then it, 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 it formulates, you know, and uh, many times the songs are almost verbatim what, what they were when I wrote them down originally. But the, the oftentimes you have to, to, you know, work on the phrasing, you know, and the, the tempo of, uh, of of the words connecting to the music and all of that. And that that evolves as, as you, you put the music to to the words or the, the words to the music. You know, it's that's the, the art of the craft. Yeah, yeah. So I guess everybody makes up their own mind, and that becomes your uh, artistic voice. Exactly, I, 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 and 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 understanding what your artistic voice is is sort of like I think the most difficult part for any artist to like uh, get to the point of. You know, it's like you know some people sort of recognize what their artistic voice is, you know, early on and uh, others, it takes a while, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody's got their own boat to paddle. I want to play going down to here, Maryland tonight. We're going down to here, Maryland at the Alhambra tonight. God see who's on the scene I can't be telling you what's happening there You got the good and the bad and the drunk and obscene Oh, take me for a ride tonight Baby, make it At the bar, poor kid close by. Cops have come and they corner van. Looking for the shooter on the corner of the greed and desire. Streets of the Alhambra like Molotovs on fire. Oh, take me for a
mercenaries and old Slovaks. むかしむかしあるところにひとりのおじいさんがいましたみぎのほうにぶらぶらおおきなこぶをぶらさげてしじゅうじゃまそうにしていましたあるひおじいさんはやまへきをきりにいきましたにわかにひどい大嵐になって、稲光がピカピカ光って、ゴロゴロ雷が鳴り出しました。そのうち雨がザーザー降ってきて、うちへ帰るにも帰れなくなりました。どうしようかと思って見回しますと、そこに大きな木のうろを見つけました。仕方がありませんから、その中に入って雨が小闇になるのを待っているうちに、日はとっぷり暮れてしまいました。深い山の中には、もう木こりの木を切る音もしません。木のうろの外は、一面真っ暗闇の中に、すさまじい嵐がうなり声を立てて通っていくだけです。おじいさんは怖くって怖くってたまらないので、うろの中に小さくなっておりました。夜中になって雨がだんだん小ぶりになり、
やがて嵐がぱったりやみますと、はるか高い山の上から、なんだか大勢がガヤガヤ騒ぎながら降りてくる声がしました。おじいさんは今まで一人ぼっちで寂しくってたまらなかったところですから声を聞くとやっと生き返ったような気がしました。やれやれお連れができてありがたいと言いながらそっとうろの中から顔を出して覗いてみますとまあどうでしょう。それは人ではなくって不思議な化け物が何十人となくぞろぞろ出てくるのです。青い着物を着た赤鬼もいました。赤い着物を着た黒鬼もいました。それが山猫の目のようにキラキラ光る明かりを先に立ててどやどや降りてくるのです。おじいさんは肝を潰してまたうろの中へ首を引っ込めてしまいました。そしてブルブル震えながら小さくなって息を殺していました。鬼どもはやがておじいさんのいるうろの前まで来ますとガヤガヤ言いながらみんなそこに立ち止まってしまいました。おじいさんは、おやおやと思いながら、いよいよ小さくなっていますと、そのうちのお頭らしいのが真ん中に座って、その右と左へ他の鬼たちがずらりと両側に並びました。よく見ると、目の一つしかないのや、口がないのや、鼻のかけたのや、それはそれは何とも言えない気味の悪い顔をしたいろいろな化け物がひしめいておりました。そのうちお酒が出ますとみんなお互いにお酒好きを受けたり刺したりまるで人間のする通りの楽しそうなお酒盛りが始まりました。お酒好きの数がだんだん重なるうちに、お頭らしい鬼は誰よりも余計によって、さも面白そうに笑い崩れていました。すると、下座の方から一人の若い鬼がやってきて、お盆の上に食べ物を乗せて、恐る恐る、お頭の鬼の前へ持って出ました。そして何かわけのわからないことをしきりに言っているようです。お頭の鬼もお酒好きを左の手に持って面白そうに笑いながら聞いています。その様子は少しも人間と違ったところはありません。やがてお頭は、さあ誰か歌を歌うものはないか、踊りを踊るものはないか、と言ってそこらを見回しました
やがてお頭のそばに座っていた鬼が出し抜けに大きな声で歌を歌い出しました。するとさっきの若い鬼も裾の方から前へ飛び出してきて散々踊りを踊って引っ込みました。それから変わる変わる下座の方から一人一人違った鬼がやってきて同じように踊りを踊りました。中には上手に踊って褒められるものもあれば、不器用な踊り方をしてみんなに笑われるものもありました。踊りが済むたんびにみんながパチパチ手を叩いて、よいよいと生やしました。お頭の鬼は、その時、さも愉快そうに高笑いをして、あー、面白い、面白い。今夜のような愉快な宴会は初めてだ。だが、ついでに誰か、もっと珍しい踊りを踊ってみせるものはないか、と言いました。おじいさんは、さっきから木のうろの中で体をこごめながら、それでも怖いもの見たさに、首だけ伸ばして外の様子を覗いていました。そのうちに、そもそもひょうきんなおじいさんのことですから、いつか怖いのも何も忘れてしまって、見せ物でも見ている気で、面白がって鬼の踊りを見物していました。そのうちに自分もだんだん浮かれ出してきて、今のお頭の鬼の言った言葉が耳に入ると、自分も一つ飛び出して踊りを踊ってみたくなりました。しかし、うっかり飛び出していって一口にあんぐり食われては大変だと一度は思い返して一生懸命我慢していましたがそのうち鬼どもが面白そうに手を叩いて表紙を取り出しますともうたまらなくなってええ構うものか出て踊ってやれ食われて死んだらそれまでだとすっしっかり度胸を決めて腰に木こりの斧を刺して烏帽子をずるずるに鼻の頭までかぶったまま「ようこりゃこりゃ」と言いながらひょっこりお頭の鬼の鼻先へ飛び出しましたあんまり出し抜けたものですから今度はおじいさんよりは鬼の方がびっくりしてしまいました。なんだなんだ。人間のじじいじゃないか。と言いながら、みんなは総立ちになって騒ぎました。おじいさんはもう済ましたもので、一生懸命、伸びたり、縮んだり、縦になり、横になり、左へ行き、右へ行き、くるりくるりと、キネズミのように、元気よく跳ね回りながら
、よー、こりゃこりゃ、とお酒に酔ったような声を出して、さも面白そうに踊りました。だんだん鬼どももみんな釣り込まれて、一緒に手拍子を合わせながら、うまいぞうまいぞ、しっかりやれ、こんなことを言いながら、はち切れそうな大笑いをして、おじいさんの踊りに夢中になっていました。踊りが済むと、お頭も感心しておじいさんに、こんな面白い踊りは初めてだ。じいさん、明日の晩も来て、踊りを踊れ、と言いました。おじいさんは得意になって、へえへえ、追いつけがなくともきっと参りますよ。今晩は何しろ急なことでお稽古をしてきませんでしたから、明日の晩までにはゆっくりおさらいをして参りましょう。こう言うと、その時右手の三番目に座っていた鬼が口を出して、いや、ああは言ってもその場になると、横着を決めて出てこないかもしれません。約束を違いさせないために何か七を取っておいてはどうでしょう。と言いました。お頭は、なるほど、それはいいだろう。と名付きました。それでは何がいいだろう。何を取り上げておいたものだろう。と二どもは、わいわい相談を始めました。えぼしがいいというものもありました。おのはどうだというものもありました。おかしらはみんなの騒ぐのを止めて、いや何よりも一番あのじいさんの法のこぶを取るのがいいだろう。こぶは服のあるものだから、じいさんの一番大事なものに違いないと言いました。おじいさんは心の中では閉めたと思いながらわざとびっくりした風をして、おやおやとんでもないことをおっしゃいます。目玉を抜かれましても、鼻を切られましても、このコブを取ることだけはどうか勘弁くださいまし。長年の間、私が宝のようにぶら下げている大事な大事なコブでございますから、これを取り上げられましては、本当に困ってしまいます。と言いました。鬼のお頭はこれを聞くと、それ見ろ、あの通り惜しがっているコブだ。あれに限る。取り上げておけ。と言いました。手下の鬼はすぐそばへ寄ってきて、それ取るぞ。と言いながら、ポキリとコブをねじ切ってしまいました。でも少しも痛くありませんでした。ちょうどその時夜が明けて、カラスがカーカー鳴きました。やあ、大変。鬼どもはびっくりして立ち上がりました。明日の晩はきっと来い
こぶを返してやるから。こう言いながら、みんな慌ててどこかへ消えていきました。おじいさんはその後で、そっと顔を撫でてみました。そうすると、長年邪魔にしていた大きなこぶがきれいになくなって、あとは拭いて取ったように、つるつるしていました。これはありがたい。不思議なこともあるものだ。おじいさんは嬉しくってたまらないので、早くおばあさんに見せて喜ばせてやろうと、首をふりふり、急いでうちまでかけて帰りました。おばあさんは、おじいさんのこぶがきれいにとれているのでびっくりして、おや、こぶをどこへやったのです、と聞きました。おじいさんはこういうわけで、鬼が七にとっていったのだと言いました。おばあさんは、まあまあと言って、目を丸くしておりました。さて、このお隣のうちにも左の方にやはり同じようなコブのあるおじいさんがいました。おじいさんのコブがいつの間にかなくなったのを見て不思議そうに、おじいさん、おじいさん、あなたのコブはどこへ行きました誰か上手なお医者様に切ってもらったのですかどこだかそのお医者様のうちを教えてください。私も行って取ってもらいましょう。と羨ましそうに尋ねました。おじいさんは、なあに、これはお医者様に切ってもらったのではありません。ゆうべ山の中で鬼が取って行ったのです。と言いました。すると、お隣のおじいさんは膝を乗り出して、それは一体どういうわけですとびっくりした顔をしました。そこでおじいさんは、こういうわけで踊りを踊ったら、後で七に取られたのだと言って、詳しい話をしました。お隣のおじいさんは、いいことを聞いた。では私も早速行って踊りを踊りましょう。おじいさん、その鬼の来るところがどこだか教えておくんなさい。と言いました。ああ、いいとも。とおじいさんは言って詳しく道を教えてやりました。おじいさんは大層喜んであたふた山へ出て行きました。そして、教わった木のうろの中へ入って、小川は鬼の来るのを待っていました。なるほど、話に聞いた通り、夜中になると、何十人となく、青い着物を着た赤鬼や、赤い着物を着た黒鬼が、山猫の目のように、キラキラ光る明かりをつけて、ガヤガヤ言いながら出てきました。やがてみんなは夕べのように木のうろの前に座って賑やかなお酒盛りを始めました。その時お頭の鬼がどうした
、ゆうべのおじいさんはまだ来ないか、と言いました。どうした、じじい。早く出てこい。手下の鬼どももわいわい言いました。お隣のおじいさんは、それを聞いて、ここだ、と思って、こわごわうろの中から這い出しました。すると、一人の鬼が目ざとく見つけて、やあ、来ました、来ました、と言いました。お頭は大喜びで、おう、よく来た、さあ、こっちへ出て、踊れ、踊れ、と声をかけました。おじいさんは、おっかなびっくり立ち上がって、見るからに不器用な手つきをして、でたらめな踊りを踊りました。お頭の鬼は不機嫌な顔をして、今日の踊りは何だまるでまずくって見ていられない。もういい帰れ帰れおい、じじいに夕べの預かり物を返してやれと感触声で言いました。すると、下座の方から若い鬼が預かっていたコブを持って出て、それ返すぞ、とわめきながら、コブのない右の方へポンと叩きつけました。お隣のおじいさんは、あ、と叫びましたが、もうおっつきませんでした。両方の方へ、二つコブを、ぶら下げて、おいおい泣きながら山を下っていきました。Your defiance, your spirit seemed to have been crushed. Clawed its way back some lonely avenue to a place impenetrable to hurt and fear. Yet that hurt and fear still remains. Locked in your heart like amber, etched in your tattoos. Images of love and pain, oh, that scream at you down on Pacific Avenue.
Well, there's a whole year worth of conversations That you never quite figured out The words to speak because of your fear Those words will eventually come and tortured in the stains of your tears. Only then will you find some relief or freedom from the ghosts who know your name. Chasing who? Can you tell me who's chasing who? 
Watt for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Started that chunk. James Allen going down to hear Maryland tonight. Then few with Kobutari Jisan. Yeah, the, it translates to the old man that removed the lump. You got a lump removed by dancing with some onis, some demons here. And then finally, Wind Chaser. James Allen. So, uh, going down to hear Maryland, uh, is this got something to do with the wigwam? No, no, no. That's at the Al. This is that all takes place at the Alhambra. Oh, okay. Which, which we should tell people, even uh, people. The living Alhambra Pedro, is uh, it's, it's, the last and the oldest of the remaining dive bars in San Pedro, yeah. and. Uh, it's it's actually been closed for the pandemic, but I think they're actually going to open back up again. And my friend Marilyn is a uh, a wonderful uh, uh, um, uh, cover band uh, musician. Uh, every time that she brings her band down to the Alhambra, uh, the bar makes a ton of money because everybody just loves. The way the, the, I mean, she plays all of this, the, the standards, and she can, she has them all memorized, and <clears throat> you know, and she gets some some really uh, good performers that uh, that play with her, and you know, everybody kind of loves it. But the cast of characters uh, at the Alhambra is uh, worth the price of admission, and. Uh, <laughs> but but you were it, you were doing some appearances at the wigwam, right? The improved Redmonds. Oh, that, I've been, that trip I've been on there. They, Shepherd, in fact, right? <clears throat> what I would like to say is is that um, if anybody wants to uh, to hear me do some live stuff, um, uh, when the wigwam starts opening up with their, I think they used to do Wednesday night open mic stuff. Uh, I'll probably be coming back there. Uh, Todd down at the uh, Sardine. Right, uh, Todd Conch, uh, Recess Records. Has offered me a, uh, a spot to, uh, to help them open back up their their performing. Maybe maybe I can get you to finally uh, <clears throat> back me up on the uh, the Bukowski song. And uh, got, that's the first song we played today, people. We got to yeah. walk through the fires. He wrote a poem yeah. that James kind of was. It, now James wrote his own song, but he's kind of riffing on that feel. Well, that that particular song has a particular meaning to me. Uh, I mean, not only is that uh, that song a, a true experience of my interaction with the poet Bukowski, but just the refrain of uh, "Walking Through the Fire" uh, holds a particularly strong personal meaning for me. Yeah, well. There's always, you know, the creator and his creation, right? And so, sometimes it does get a life of its own, but there's always some kind of connect, I think. Yeah, yeah. But the Alhambra uh, is is still standing at the uh, uh, the original city hall of San Pedro. You know, beneath the, the floor is the old jail uh, for uh, city hall for San Pedro. Well, it's kind of a, a lobby for a tell, right? Well, no, that was that was the Royale. Oh, that's right. And the Royale <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's got sold. That's and they right. Took, they took the classic old bar out. And uh, I think they 
basically screwed things up. But, you know, um, we're in the beginning of, uh, of the, the, the current cycle of trying to gentrify this old lady called San Pedro. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, trying, it's like trying to, to dress up an old prostitute, you know? Well, I remember it was when I came from Virginia that they raised downtown Shanghai red and all that. Oh yeah. And for a long time, nothing was built. And now, yeah. Yeah. Now, now they want to make it, you know, a little Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> now you got another record you said number four is coming uh number four uh is in the works right now i'm uh you know working on uh the well it's, it's not so much working out the lyrics it's it's sort of like understanding what this sketchbook of of uh mexico or quintana rule is and um you know how to how to organize it and whether I'm going, how much uh, extra music I'm going to, to, to add to it, you know. And, well, um, look, when you get it and cooked up and done, come on the show, play it, and let's talk about it. I will. I'll be happy to do that with you. Thanks so much, James, for being on. People, it's been May 18, 2021 edition of Watt Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. Right.